This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Have you seen that they've brought the breakfast wrap back? Oh, have they? Yeah, they have. I can't wait to get my hands on one. I don't doubt it, mate. I'm looking forward to trying their cheesy bacon flatbread. Oh, you saw. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Join Jay, Nate and I as we discuss Stevenage's victories, both home and away, both league and cup. What a start to the season it has been. Welcome to Barrowpot. Every time I forget that. Just say it. <laughs> Welcome to Barrowpot. Keeping exactly as that was. <laughs> that's, that's way too long. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be ten seconds. That was like twenty-five. Yeah, cut out the more in this. You know, calm down. Uh, all right, boys. Bonsoir, you beautiful. B- <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping there was going to be nothing for me to bleep today. Oh, I like it. I'm a busy man, uh, and you've made it. I'm going to have to do a proper edit run. Brilliant. Well, if, um, uh, if that's the case, we'll swear more, Pat, just to really... Yeah, I was going to say, there should be less swearing when we're winning, but the football's so beautiful, it's, um, you know, it's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a good weekend, Drackers? Always. Always, yeah, it was great, wasn't it? I mean, uh, Saturday yeah. was, was unbelievably brilliant. I got my pants pulled down by Stockport fans and uh, not literally. But yeah, then we went and turned them over. Hey? Said so not literally. Well, they done me over by an email they sent into the club. I don't know if you guys are aware of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. literally, it's a really nice email. My uncle's going to be 100 years old. Blah blah blah. Please give you a shout out. And I was like, I'm a nice guy. I'm going to go one better than this. I will come over at half time. We can all sing a happy birthday to him. So there's me thinking that's a nice thing to do. And it got to half time and uh, I thought it's just not the right atmosphere for me to go to the away end and get someone to sing happy birthday to him because I want to be a bit more hostile. So I thought, no, I'll do my usual run and then just go. And by the way, in the away end, we've got someone, Arthur, who's 100. And with that, that just started a 20-minute or 15-minute rendition of a song called Arthur, what's his blinking face? So, yeah, uh, so my t- literally, I'm still getting, what day are we on today? Is it Wednesday? I'm still getting notifications on Twitter from Stockport fans. Oh, man, <laughs> it's mental. Mental. But fair play to them. I've now gone on, and you won't believe this, I've now gone on to the uh, Stadium Announcers Facebook group that has everyone uh, announcer-wise in the Premier League and, uh, and the EFL to warn them about said song uh, so they don't have to put a request out every time. Fair play, Stockport <laughs> fans. I salute ya. Yeah, yeah, they proper did you, didn't they? They didn't, because I was so glad. I was, I was like, do I go over? And I thought, nah. And I, I was spent the first half looking for a hundred-year-old man, who I found, by the way. I'm sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's got to be Maybe, the song's, maybe the song's just about him. <laughs> it's about a steward, I think, from years and years ago at the club. Um, and it was in the second half. I had, a, I had a friend with me who was a Stockport fan, and he went, you know that that birthday you did I went yeah you went we've got a song called that I went oh god here we go and that was it brilliant <laughs> fair play but we done them up a kipper didn't we because we won and it we was did. just the best comeback I can ever imagine at the borough well well we'll get on we'll get on in that we'll get on to that in a few uh Patrick how was your weekend Bob? my weekend was good yeah Saturday Borough one floated home on cloud nine Sunday uh butterfly counts and fairlands saw some small heats it was good it was a good weekend Jay looks confused. <laughs> can you just say? Can you just run over that again, please, Pat? So, there's a period in the summer where 
butterfly conservation charity asks you to do butterfly counts, like citizen science yeah. stuff. So you went, there's a bit wow. of grassland called Shackledell on Fairlands, which is great for butterflies. Yeah. We went down there, did yeah. some butterfly counts, saw some small heath butterflies, which are really tiny, don't see them around very much. It's the original name of Birmingham City as well, for football links. But yeah, it was nice to see some of them up there. I haven't seen them there for a couple of years. You are you are special. I really love you. <laughs> what a lovely man you are, counting butterflies for people. I mean, uh... that's great. Can I come on the next one with you? Can you take me to some animal stuff with you? Yes. Yeah, we'll do that next time. It was the last day of this year's like counting period, but next year. Or next time we Please go. invite me. I've been playing in the garden this morning, playing badminton as you do, nice. and uh, the butterfly that wouldn't leave us alone. So uh, please don't think I've swatted it with the badminton <laughs> racket, Pat. I'm a nice guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, not, man it's, not, it's not a wasp. You didn't. Yeah. Do you ever do anything with moles just out of interest? Rarely come across Count moles? Yeah, go no. to the doctors. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. He's like uh... the Burroughs version of Chris Packham. What a lovely man. <laughs> I really hate Chris Packham. I don't know why. He's really wise. I've been on like... an aeroplane with him. He's a decent... He's, he's obviously a decent bloke and does a lot for animals, but I just like when I watch him, I'm like, you're such a dick. <laughs> I can't. I've been on an aeroplane he does a lot of work in the Gambia, where I go to regularly, as you know. Um, and I've been on a plane with him, and he was bloody lovely. So there Who we go. He is. Yeah, not as nice as Pat, obviously, because Patrice is is our our Michaela Strachan of both. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Pat's move on. really wild show. Unbelievable. Anyway, on to football. <laughs> on, to, on to football Saturday. Yeah, what do you think? It was bore. It was terrible, man. It was a terrible game. It, we got the, the nicest pitch in the world, and we decided to smash everything in the air, and it was bouncing all over the place. Yeah, I did. I did tire of saying balls in the air. Yeah, balls still in the air. Yeah, but balls still in the air. How many times over the last God knows how many years we have just been rolled over and gone? That's us done. That's that's it. And it, there's that yeah. mentality that every player has got next to them a man who's willing to go out there and put his body on the line for that football team. And point proven with the subs as well. Yeah. It was unbelievable. They came on and changed that game. So it shows yeah. we've got such a diverse uh, squad, which is great, and proved with that last night. Yeah, that's one of the that's one of the key th- sort of things I came away from the game with is that uh, once Stockport went 1-0 up... Yeah. I was sort. I was still in. The, I was still in sort of like the last five years mode where I was like, "Oh, well, that's us done." Isn't it? Yeah, here we go. Yep, same as because we've got yeah. no fight. We've got no, and then I sort of forgot that we've got a Steve Evans team that ain't gonna just roll over or isn't gonna do it very often, at least, and certainly not to the likes of Stockport County. Um, I thought uh, the way we came back into the game was fantastic. Um, yeah. I think it was really even, a really even game up until they scored, and then they had a period where you would have understood if they'd have taken another, got another goal. They were massively dominant at that point. Do you not? Do you not think that that that, that is uh, Saturday is massive, massive credit to to Evans um, and and his and his coaching staff because they changed the shape three times within that game. Because it just wasn't working, and and if Phil Wallace is listening, he needs to understand that that has, that that game has been won on paying for a proper manager to look after our yeah. team who knows it and goes, we're we're in the in the doghouse here. Uh, that 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 those three subs that came on, I was like, oh, what what are we doing here? I think it was on about was it about 62, 63 minutes? Or was it a bit later? It was early. It was definitely early. It was, wasn't it? It was about 62, 63. And I was like, wow, this is really bold. But yeah, 61st minute it was. Wow. But that's credit to him because he's gone, oh, this is how I see it. It ain't working. Flip it, change it, bosh. It needed it. It definitely and needed I'll... it. Because we were going really yeah. direct and they were getting away with just destroying Luke Norris from every angle. And Don't you think that that's the way we play, though, Matt? That, uh, Pat, sorry. That, that directness. Is, and I, I think sometimes it doesn't do us any favours having Noz up there because it always is bang, 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 bang. Yeah, and that's the thing. If 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 they're getting away with competing like that, 
then you have to change what you're doing and start going into feet for Roberts yeah. or someone more. And yeah. what turned it around was those three subs <clears> and <throat> the further up the position that the two wing-backs went. And suddenly you've got yeah. people you can play into feet to who can supply it to people running into the box and cause that mayhem. And, you know, I don't know whether that's because of the... Um, kind of difference in mentality of Smith and Early, or whether that's just down to a restructuring of the team. And you know, Wildin and Clark could have done that first half if we wanted to structure it that way. But certainly, we saw that in that game, the importance of it, and we saw it again against Reading last night. Yeah, yeah. I think um, my my biggest my biggest worry, my biggest concern at the minute with the football club, and I think also I think the gaffer is really concerned about it as well because every video that he puts out, the club put out, he mentions it. We are so, so light. That bench is all yeah. we've got. Yeah. You think all the youngsters, uh, Smith, Mackay, um, Alfie Williams, they've gone now. They've gone out. I'm sure they could be recalled, but they're not what you, who you want to recall. But we are so, so light. And it's only going to take three or four more games in when we've got another two more injuries um, for us to, to have a massive problem. And I think he mentions it in every video, what a great job the chairman's doing and Leon. And then also says... We are like we we've only got an eighty man squad and that proved it last night, didn't it? We're so tight. You spin a couple of players, was it seven changes last night? And uh yeah, we're still a unit. So I don't know. But we need we need two or three ASAP I'd say. We need yeah, I mean we need we we've got three central defenders and not a lot else. Like we need I don't want to rely on Jack C and Jack Smith stuffed into central central defence or like Bozzy being put back there. Yeah, uh, we need we need a we need a centre back, and we need one that is is a decent backup. Um, we could also do with replacing Listy. Like that's probably going to be the season. We need somebody to come in and help out up front. Like I think we're in a good position with Reed and uh, Rose and Roberts. But I think if you have a situation where we need to maybe play four four men in the middle of the park in midfield and sort of go with the old uh, wingers um we can't we can't really i don't want to rely on putting reed wide or roberts well roberts probably okay wide but like reed is a forward we don't we shouldn't be playing him wide really we need we need a wide player another wide player um but yeah, it is. It is a little bit concerning. Like I, I think I said to you guys the, the other day that our strength in depth is probably the best I've ever seen it. But yeah, I'd agree. There's I think not we've, in, that there's, is, there's just not enough of it. Like the, we've. I mean, we saw. I guess we saw it last night. It'd be going and going and beating, albeit mostly the Reading under twenty three squad. Yeah. But we saw it last night. We made a number of changes. Yeah, and from, it, from the sounds of things, we were we were very very good. It swings and roundabouts, isn't it? Because we can't weaken ourselves too much because of the small size of the squad, which is you know yeah, what, yeah. what Redden struggled with. They made a lot of changes and weakened themselves more than could cope with what we had in our um, slightly altered side. Mm-hmm. And you know, Evans is canny enough to keep keeping the pressure on the chairman in interviews to get him the squad that he wants you know and we'll see that throughout and I, I don't think that's a bad thing in terms of um, what the team needs going forward it's a clever way to play it yeah I just feel like the, the we, we could all get really carried away I know we were sat here at the start of uh, the middle of last season and it was it was dial on it it was absolute dross until Evans actually swung it around for us which was which was brilliant um, but let, let's think about it if we go back to last year we, we were in exactly the same position as what we were we beat Luton in the cup mm-hmm. we won our first two games as well so, you know, we have to very very make, well we have to make sure we're, our feet are firmly stuck on the ground because like I say two injuries in and we could be we could be really doomed by by having some of our big players go missing which we can't we can't have so I'm hoping that that will that'll happen in the next week easily finding those two players two or three players aren't it I mean are they going to add more quality to the football team? Um, which will then see one of our other players that we kind of like and has, has made himself a, a name, a known name, 
um, we could end up going fishing for, for loan players, the likes of Tottenham in the past that we've gone to. I'd have thought the loan uh, market is where you, is where we go. I don't think I, w- I would yeah. have thought permanent signings would have happened by now if they were going to happen. Yeah. So you're going to look for something special, aren't you? Um, higher up in the league, but I don't know. You look at, I mean, Norwich must be absolutely uh, enthralled by what's happened to to Saxon coming in. You know that he's been sent there for one reason to get minutes under his belt, um, and now yeah. he's really putting the gaffer under a bit of pressure, really, isn't he? Saying you I mean, you got good, to start me. The good news, the good news with Saxon playing so well, is that it frees up Max Clark to to sort of share that defensive midfield role with Bozzy yeah um, Baldur's Baldur's has said on a, on a few different threads uh, both on Twitter and Barachat that uh, he thinks that Clark is too good to be a bench player um, which I don't necessarily you know think that that's the case I don't think we need him on the pitch all the time but again I think he's definitely a calibre of player that we're quite lucky that we have there to to back up Saxon and and Bozzi because I think actually there's not a lot of drop off from either of those two to Clark. Um, he's a very different player to to early. He's not quite as progressive with the ball. He doesn't move move the ball forward as much. Whereas every time old Sax is on the ball, he's looking to get that ball ball up the field and make something positive happen. Which is nice to see because so many so many Barra players in the past just don't. To be fair, I think he's a very similar, albeit better, version of Kaker, which is nice. Yeah, very true, <clears throat> very true. And I thought that of uh, Dean Campbell as well when he came on Saturday. I thought he was unbelievable. As soon as he came on, all he wanted very good, yeah. was the ball yeah. every time. Yeah, and I don't think I've ever really seen Chris Lyons play except for when he's ever played a Borough, but he's seen. Very similar. Wanted to get on the ball in a kind of bit of a quarterback role, but yeah, we'll see. I think it's gonna be nice to see him develop. I'd like to see him get a start. To be fair, the weekend. I mean, he played well enough last night to uh, warrant it. I think yeah. in that well, the same sort of role as Boston was playing on the weekend. Taylor. It felt like he was Ooh. playing the furthest back of the three midfielders a lot of last night, from what I've seen. Okay. And certainly, the through ball for the first goal was from that position. Yeah. Um, but you know he's versatile enough to play any of those midfield roles wherever you need him and that's I think a good thing we've got a lot of overlap there so like you say about Clark he came on second half in a midfield role not in a left back role and he was instrumental in that second goal so Sweeney brought it down but he wouldn't have had the time and space to put the cross in had he not had Clark running on ahead of him taking a defender away and Smith running on to the right of him, taking the defender away. And then he put in exactly the same sort of beautiful cross that he did on Saturday, and this time someone got on the end of it and took it away. And it's it's that sort of thing that's the difference between this year and last year. We're seeing so much more movement off the ball. That first goal, there was always multiple options for the player in possession. And how many times did we have even one option last season? It was very static, very play it, chase yeah. it, pick up the bits. Now we're creating those chances, and it's just so much better to watch. Yeah, I mean, I saw uh, last night's highlights this morning. And again, I don't know whether you could call them both crosses or not. I couldn't quite work out who the cross oh, came from. Cross, Sweeney's cross was Saxon. absolute peach. Yeah. But yeah, they were, weren't they? And they, they were brilliant. It was just like, we're going to stick it in that area. And if the forwards don't get on it, then that's their problem. Yeah. Um, which last the last few years, we've never even stuck a ball in that area to ask questions of our, of yeah, our forwards. Yeah, I was, was going to say that, aside from maybe... The cross for uh, Cuthbert's goal versus Crew when we got battered like five one. I can't remember a good cross a Borough really Borough players no. have put in in the last few years. Probably. Maybe the uh, maybe Coker's cross for Norris last season against Tranmere. You know when when yeah. he, when Norris heads the ball in and just sort of like lobs it over the goalkeeper into the far corner, back across goal. Like I don't that we don't. We're not a t- team that's creates a lot of good clear-cut chances for our forwards. So the fact that it seems to be happening more is wonderful. I don't, I don't remember the last time I was going to a Stevenage game thinking we could, we, we could come away with not having any shots on target. I just don't think that that's a that's a risk for us at the moment, which is 
fantastic. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I would touch on the, the a couple of points on Saturday though. So number one, the absolute shithousery from uh, from Stockport when they threw the ball back onto the pitch was awful. Yeah, it's horrible. That's probably it? one of the worst uh, worst form of cheating I've ever seen at that Amex Stadium. He asked the ball boy for it so he could then throw it back on, which was bad. But also the level of officiating was absolutely dire. That referee yes. on Saturday's first game in the EFL. Do you know that? Was it? Yeah, and it was dross. So that's what we've got to come. It's not getting any better anywhere. Uh, yeah, Mr. Mr. Hertzek, Adam Hertzek. Yeah, he wasn't very good, was he? He was dire. And his Just... linesman as well that was outside. Oh, he wouldn't make a decision. Both sides. No, both no. sides. Yeah. He, did, he didn't, yeah, the, uh, the lino that was right in front of me, not once yeah. did he put up his flag before the, uh, before the ref had decided what was going on. That's right. And I, know, and, I know, saw... and I know to signal to the rest of the ground and and whatever yeah. that the lino will make the decision, like show you what the decision, the ref's decision is after it's been made. If he doesn't flag first, but it's your job to help him. If you're not just there, you're not a puppet for him just to say, yeah. like it's just disgusting. The amount Norris got done over oh, no, and yeah. over and over. I was on the phone. Yeah. I was on the phone doing the opta thing, and like. I had to, I had to sort of like stop, play it down a little bit, and like stop going. Ref, he's foul. Hey, that's a foul. Like, I, <laughs> there were a couple of times where quietly I was like, well, that, I was like, you know, I was like, oh, well, that's a foul. Oh no, he hasn't given it. No, he hasn't given it. And uh, or like, you know, a, a stop ball player went down soft, and I'm like, that's not foul. Oh wait, you know, yes, it is a foul. Apparently, it was poor. It was um, so poor. I mean, like you yeah, say, like the line, real, the line's real short. bad. Yeah. I, I ended up calling him a naughty word, um, but it was fully fully deserved. The amount of times it was just he just wouldn't help at all. Not like I say, Noz got absolutely ruined so much, and it, even the Lino saw that cheat that cheating happen right in front of him, and he just Nothing. wouldn't have none yeah. of it. Yeah. Embarrassing. Uh, so Paul Rayner, anyway. Paul Rayner and you... Steve Evans both got yellow cards, and their coach for throwing the ball on the pitch got nothing. Yeah, embarrassing. You were. Uh, you mentioned Opta earlier on, Nate. Yeah. So we obviously know what's going on. We didn't manage to get our uh, our one out last week because you went very well that we recorded. So yeah. come on, give us a five-minute spin on what you're doing at the game because it sounds really interesting. Uh, yeah, so uh, basically uh, I'm, I'm relaying the match action back to an office uh, where they then record all of the stats. Um, so I'm on the phone to Ireland. Uh Reese, a chap called Reese, I, I was on the phone to, and I believe I'm going to be on the phone to the same chap every week. Um, they like to keep people together and you know build a bit of a relationship between them because then you would just work better together once you got used to it. And that apparently. have you got his number? You're gonna flirt with him maybe via WhatsApp? You should, <laughs> he's got my number, I ain't got his. <laughs> he can't get me. his number, no. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm not sure my missus would be happy with that. Um, but yeah, no, he um. So yeah, you know, just like so. Fortunately, like I don't have to go into. They had a match feed on Saturday, so like I didn't actually have to go in and say like where the ball was on the pitch and that. But you know, just there's a foul. It's blue, fifteen because Johnson fouled nods a lot uh, on red nine. And then I just have to say like what the foul was. So you know, like a high boot or he's pushed him or he's pulled his shirt. Blah 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 blah. Just like little, just things like that, but it's like it was so intense. Second half was so intense. I thought, so like my, my training match I did was uh, Man City versus Man United, and that that was pretty easy because I was just like, Man City got the ball, Man City got the ball, Man City got the ball, just constant because you know no one touches it when they play Man City, do they? Um, but um, yeah, I uh, I thought that I thought that was going to be. But there was like periods of time when that was really intense. Like there was like in that game, there was like you know a, a period where Man City had four shots in about six seconds, and I had to tell the bloke who had taken the shot, what part of the body it, 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 he'd shot with, head or left foot, right foot, whether it was a volley, whether it was a toe poke, whether it was a back heel, who blocked it, what part of their body blocked it, like the area of the box the shot come from, where it was blocked, then who had the next one and that was that was really that was really intense. But the second half Stephen Shockport was mad. Mad it didn't help that my uh, phone didn't work, like my headset didn't work properly, so I was literally like phone pressed to my ear whilst I was trying to type my notes and do it. That was a bit stressful but like 
Yeah, it was really intense, but it was good. It was great. Um, there's a there's a no. rival company, Brigitte Demo. Demo sitting next to me for basically does the same ah. thing for a rival company. Yeah, they've got they've got an app, so he just start pressing things on screen, like filling it in, and I'm like, it's like they're like, I'm a mug. I need this. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's good. Oh, it was really no. good. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was nice being up in the media box. Uh, yeah. Getting in and out of my seat was was a task because there was a bit of a <laughs> blockage. But uh, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was good. Yeah, I had a nice conversation with a lady from the BBC. Started networking oh, yeah. already. She's lovely. She was brilliant, wasn't she? She's yeah. uh, one of my favourites. Yeah. So uh, so uh, yeah, no, it was good. I got I got, uh, I got a close up of uh, Dean and Steve arguing like a couple of old queens. So, uh, <laughs> which Standard. we all love. We all absolutely love. Uh, right. The amount of times Dean went to get a cup of tea was unreal. Thirsty <laughs> words talking for ninety minutes. Made, he made a joke. He made a joke about it once a little while ago to me about all he does really is uh, look at Twitter and go and get, get cups of tea. And I didn't really believe it until then. Like, really, seriously, he like if you ever notice he's not on the radio. He's like, well, he's been quiet for five minutes. He's getting Steve tea. That's what he's doing. <laughs> well, it's um, funny that because I never get Steve tea when I help out. So I, I don't know whether I'm doing the right thing or the wrong thing there. But <laughs> I really couldn't care. Dino's not going to be happy with that, is he? Funnily enough, I'm interviewing Steve Watkins today, which I'm really looking forward to. So I'm doing oh, a bit yeah. of a feature uh, for the football nice. club, and uh, yeah, so I've sent him his his, uh, his questions, but he's not come back to me yet. So I think he's given me the uh, cold shoulder because yeah. it's a video, it's not uh, it's not audio, and I don't think he likes that with that big <laughs> thick file Christmas beard of his. So here we go. I think he looks good. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. I like his beard. I like his beard. It's what. I... What I uh, hope mine looks like when I when I start losing all the colour in it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was fun. It's fun, and I'm looking forward to the uh, the next one. Rochdale, yeah, so, think, uh, so, so we've night, got yeah, we've got Warsaw away haven't we, this weekend, and then yeah. we've got a Tuesday Saturday. Should we talk about that? Should we talk about Warsaw? It's gonna be a tough isn't it? It'll be tough. Yeah, money bags Warsaw. Mm. So they're uh, they're yeah. two for two like us. Um, Interestingly, I saw I saw a thing that Stevenage, Barrow, and Walsall have all started the season two wins in two, uh, and that for all three clubs ties our longest winning streaks from last season. All three clubs. Wow, it's not that surprising with Walsall because they've got absolutely bags of cash now, haven't they? Really? Yeah, they are wow. proper minted. They'll like I I think they're a really good if you want to put money on someone to go up. Yeah, I think however it happens, I think Walsall are going to be there or thereabouts. Yeah, they've got a really wow. decent League Two side. Um, they'll need to invest again in the summer for League One. I don't think, don't think there's a lot, there's enough quality there to 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 keep them up. Um, but they should have a real good run at League Two for sure. Um, but yeah, so they've they've started with five goals in two games. They beat Hartlepool four 0 and they beat Newport one 0 away. Um, Walsall did have a man sent off against uh, Newport, uh, Mickey Demetrio, uh, yeah. who is a uh, centre back. Um, uh, Demet- did you say Walsall? He got sent off. Walsall, yeah, against Newport. Didn't he? Um, he used to play for Newport, I think. He might have done. I don't know. I think he um, did. Yeah. And they also beat Swindon two 0 yesterday in the League Cup. Um, wow. It was looking like it was. It was a bit similar, similar sort of story of game to ours. Uh, they looked like it looked certainly like late on. It looked like it was going to go to penalties, and then they had two late goals where we had obviously the one late goal to to win it. So I'm glad we, even though it's only it's only penalties, we didn't have another half hour to play. I'm glad that we didn't have to do the that penalty shoot penalty shootout, and because it's exhausting a penalty shootout, isn't it? It's so stressful and exhausting. Yeah, it's just not true to the game, is it? It's wrong. We're definitely yeah, but there's no other fair way other than doing another re- another full ninety minutes, is there? Like, do you, do you remember when they did the um, uh, now what was it called? I don't know what it was called. So bear with me. But basically, the striker would have the ball on the halfway line. Then there's an allotted amount of time. So that's what the that's off. that's what the well that's what the MLS in its first yeah. dies. That's what the MLS used to do for penalty shootouts. Yeah. 
like basically yeah. like hockey. So that's what hockey yeah. does, isn't it? Ice hockey, yeah. isn't it? Where basically yeah. you start on the halfway line with the ball and you've got to run yourself into the box and you have a one-on-one with the goalkeeper. Which actually yeah. I think is probably fairer than just a penalty shootout, right? Because the goalkeeper, yeah. I think, has a better chance in a true one-on-one. It's just a dead yeah. ball from 12 yards. I think if they made... If they made uh, if they made penalties from the 18-yard line rather than 12 yards, I think that would even things up a bit. That would be interesting. Yeah. And you've also got less chance of looking like an absolute idiot as a striker, which happens regularly, doesn't it, really? <laughs> that one-off kick. At least you've got 20 yards to get into your stride to decide what you want to do. I think that's the way forward, but um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Won't happen with it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's... I'd be on board with that. I, I must say, though, Go on, I was going to say, I'd be on board with that for penalty shootouts. That adds to the drama a little bit. Yeah. I, I, just think, I just think you probably find that penalty shootouts aren't ever going to be replaced. Um, because although they're not great, they're, no, they're not really any less fair than doing like the old MLS style thing. Um, not really. And like, there's other than other than another full ninety-minute replay. There's not really, yeah. There's not Golden really goal. like a f- another fair away. Golden goal bullshit as well, isn't it? <laughs> I, hate, I don't I, know, I, but that's I, the. I always hated that's Golden the, Goal. That's the only way you can prove who's the better side on the day without having to go into any form of penalty, isn't it? Yeah. Next goal wins. Maybe it's just keep playing. Last man standing. Yeah. Nine, nine minutes. Nine minutes comes. You have 15-minute periods from then on, and you just keep going yeah. until someone scores. And then from then on, it's rolling subs as well. That's it. Bosh. Rolling That's a subs. great idea. That's yeah. it. That, I'd like that. That would be sick. You touched imagine, on a point, though, rolling some subs. Of the games. Imagine some of the games you'd get, though. Yeah, hours. <laughs> hours and hours. Like People oh. would be leaving the stadium furious that it's still going on. You touched on rolling subs, and I don't think there's ever been a game as there where we've had six substitutes in one game like there was on Saturday. Uh, that might be the first time in the EFL, yeah. Yeah, which is unreal because we're all sat there and I'm, I mark every single one off, and I can see and they're, they're asking the bench, fourth, can we make another one? Can we make another one?" It's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, def- Are you, are you sure we can definitely make another one? They're like, "Yes, <laughs> you can make another one." And I was like, oh, "Wow, yeah." So full time, full time, full time when uh, when we're going back through the match to make sure that. Like no, like our ma- our my notes match up with like what they've got on the system. Yeah. Um. It was like I've got Steven is making six subs and I'm like, hang on a minute. Because yeah. I didn't the sixth one when it's when it happened I didn't clock that it was the sixth sub. I did. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. if if it if it is a sixth sub, Drackers, do me a favour yeah. and just say announce that it's a that it's a sixth sub. <laughs> um, you weren't here. You got earphones in. Imagine the banter on that, that though. People in sound. I know. Like, He's what? <laughs> Well, apparently, from what I can work out, everybody else in the bloody stadium knew what was going on. I didn't. Um, I, but didn't I was just that. like, what the bloody hell is this? Um, yeah, yeah. I had to, I had to double check with uh, old Dino. I was like, did we make six subs? And he was like, he was like, oh, yeah, because of concussion. I was like, oh, of course. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And the other thing we haven't touched upon is the lateness of our late, late goals, which is brilliant because, it, oh. the, again, the videos that the club have put out, I know they, they asked Sweeney and Evans about it. You know, is it good, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What, what's that ball down to? But uh, how much confidence is that going to give those lads, knowing that they've got that get out in them still? It's part it's, of the- so yeah. So like, so one of the one of the things that uh, like Wesley Wesley teams were usually I'm not say always yeah. they were usually good at was being fitter than their opponents. Right, like that that conference winning team. We outran yeah. every single one of our opponents all year long, um, and it comes down to who's the fitter team in the last fifteen minutes. If you're substantially yeah. fitter, and we are, mu- we as a team, we are much fitter. And I don't mean like looks wise. So like, yeah. Chuds would so Chuds would say we are a beautiful team right now, hmm. but we are like, like as a, as fitness goes, we are the fittest we've been since probably that conference win inside or certainly like that sort of era of Wesley um, so I wouldn't be surprised if we see that sort of thing happen on the reg and I was just thinking time, but, but, reg- but regularly we, lo- we look like we we're going to really really hound them in the last sort of 15 minutes and I suppose going back to the point I said about having a small squad 
I guess at yeah. the minute with with everyone fit, that probably helps the likes of Sweeney and, and Pidge, who can look over to that bench and know that there's not a 16, 17 year old there, which there has historically been for the past three or four years, that yeah. we've actually got a team of bloody fit men out there who equally can come on and do it. And that must speak volumes to that, if you want to call them, the starting 11. Yeah. That's just... that. that that's massive. I don't think we've had a better squad than, than we've had for some long time now. It's, a, it's Yeah, it's... That, that 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 team that went to the uh, playoff semi-final, League One playoff semi-finals was unreal. Yeah. Um, but I think that was also... Uh, a situation where the whole was greater than the sum of its parts, you know, like that team, like I think Robbo and and John uh, John Ashton were probably as good as they were because they were next to each other, right? And they had yeah, yeah. they had Laird and Laurie Walker or whoever uh, Wilson, um, Wilson, sorry, Laurie Wilson. Well, um, you know, you, you know that someone came in for both of them as a pair, and the club refused to let them go. Yeah, I, I think it was Leicester. Mm-hmm. I remember speaking to John about it when we were in the gym one day and he was talking to me and said they just wouldn't let them both go together. They had to go alone and that's why yeah. it never happened. Oh. Yeah, well, you wouldn't, would you? Can you imagine losing oh. both? I'd, I'd have oh. been like, okay, so you give us five million for the pair or you yeah. can have one of them for a meal, a meal yeah. each. We'll take your pick. Um, Crazy. But yeah, no. But uh, yeah, no, we, I, think, I think we really look a really good squad. We just need to flesh it out a bit yeah um, yeah so uh, I was going to say Warsaw. I think Warsaw. it's not just the no I was going to say it's, I don't think it's just the, um, the the late goals isn't just like the managerial it's the um, the attitude like you could have forgiven them for conceding against Reading and going quite defensive to hold on and they clearly didn't yeah. do that because Sweeney takes the ball down closer to their penalty area than our penalty area, and he's meant to be playing as a centre back to set up that second goal. So it shows the mentality that they're playing. They're playing to win a game, even though they've been pegged back late on, and you could have settled and tried to hold on for penalties. And that only bodes yeah. well for every fixture going forwards. Yeah, Definitely. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we play some of the better teams in League Two this year. I do get a hiding every now and then. Yeah, I yeah. I, I, the, the style of play, I think. I think we're gonna get we're gonna get a couple of hidings. Yeah, um, it could, could be one this weekend because seriously, Walsall are a very good football team. But I think yeah, yeah. I think we're we're gonna we we're gonna be very good and very competitive. But I do worry that we're gonna get caught on the break. Yeah, when it goes wrong, it's going to go wrong. Yeah, yeah really. But wrong. go back to the first episode of this series, saying where we're we going to end up. I'll stick by what you two both. It came out as tenth, wasn't it? Um, well, we both said tenth, but the it averaged out when we sort of when we did the average position of everybody else. Uh, we actually stepped up a spot to ninth because. And we still tell you that, right? I, that, that's without dreaming. We all want to dream and dream big, and we're going to go so so long, etc., etc. And we'll do brilliantly. But tenth, as opposed to last year, that's a that's a, a massive improvement. Isn't it? I mean, I, I said I said tenth because I wanted to be optimistic for once. Uh, yeah. But honestly, I'd take anything above like anything above where we finished last year. I'd take literally finishing six points above where we were last year, like if it meant we just had a little bit of a more comfortable run of it and we didn't really ever get pulled into that relegation fight. As yeah. long as there's as long as there's improvement, like I don't want a short term I don't want oh we we finished we finished fourth and losing the semi the playoffs semi final and then we're back to being sh next year. Like yeah, I would yeah, much yeah. rather we slowly build and we go long term than just have a flash in the pan again and like and then it's for years just can't we can't keep doing it yeah there's got to be longevity in whatever they decide to do and whatever the plan is is steve evans planning to be there for five years is he planning to be there for one or two years and just stop over for us and and keep us safe that would be really interesting to find out the chairman's thoughts on that um we need yeah you're right we need to at some point look look to the future right we at some point we need to think 
we want a manager who's going to be here for 10 years, 15 years. We don't want to be changing him. We don't want three managers a year. I we think the want... next manager's already there, though. That's the thing, mate. I think he's already there. Yeah. Gonna be rev... You think he's going to be revs again? I do, yeah. I do. I think it was the biggest risk ever that Phil Wallace has potentially taken by sticking revs in there, who are... You know how much I think of Revs. He's a, he's a good friend. I have lots of chats with him weekly. I think he's an absolute diamond. But he was really put in the brown stuff taking that team on yeah, without he was. an yeah. absolute clue. Um, and I think he's going to be sat there for two years with him. Evans will see him through. And I think now he, he'll get a better understanding of how a football club should work and run on a day-to-day basis for Revs just to continue that through. Yeah, I really yeah. do. I really do. I can't see any other way. I, you can't let Evans be in for two years and then bring <clears> someone else in. Well, fingers crossed. No. However, let's dream for just one second. Go on. Imagine if we do go up this year oh. and he stays with us and we build again. I just think it would be unbelievable. Premier League in no time, mate. <laughs> just a shame that our uh, numbers didn't uh, didn't increase as we went into League One. Through that gate, but I think that might be different nowadays. I think there's a lot more local support. I think anyway. It feels like it. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't really know. I can't tell that. I can't really say that I noticed one way or other whether the crowds went up. So like, it probably didn't. I, no, I it guess, didn't. I guess. I guess I would have noticed if it had, but I didn't yeah. really notice that it hadn't. I'm seeing Stevenage merchandise around town more than I used to. I think. Yeah, kids wearing shirts, definitely. Is that because more. it's just better than it used to be, though? A little from column A, a little from column B. I don't... Yeah, no idea. But I do think there's a brand there, and it's, it has grown. I really do. Uh, yeah. For it to get to the next level, the only the only viable option, and I was speaking to this about to a friend this morning, is uh, is investment and the investment of somebody else coming in. Because yeah. Phil Wallace being, is he 70? I don't know. About that. That, that ain't going to be around for 10 more years, is it? Potentially. Um, so I think we I think we're in a good position though, aren't we? I think we're a much more marketable club now than when oh, Wallace took over. You know, we're we're a football league team. We've been up here for twelve years now. Like, it, I know it's been touch and go, right? But like, we're we're in a much better position to uh, go and bring somebody on who's oh yeah, doing and we've job. really annoyed a lot of fans as well with the decisions that have been made over the past, dropping the name Borough, that logo. Etc. Etc. The crest changing, but I guess as an outsider looking in, you look at. It, I mean, you walk into that stadium now and you go, "Oh, this looks and feels absolutely brilliant." And I think that's maybe where you can't judge the uh, crowds because that new north stand is so much bigger than what it was, and it took a lot out of the the huge, east and the west. Huge, um, isn't it? However, I generally go on. Uh, well, I used to go on what the east terrace looked like, but the east terrace was really busy Saturday. Yeah. Um, I however, actually, I the it north looked, wasn't. It looked good. Yeah, but then the North wasn't, was it? And that's generally where you get your match day packages, your school kids, etc., etc., in there to fill it up. Early though, Plus, first so, game of the season. Yeah, definitely. A week earlier, and everyone's on holiday still, aren't they? Yeah. So, but no, yeah, mate, yeah. it's it's an inter- interesting time, and I, I do think that n- now that the escape plan has worked last year, the plan will be to uh, to package this football club up, make it look good, make it consistent, and um, then it'll go. I really do. I'm so glad we turned Wag Me Down. Jesus Christ. I think. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's uh, a Crawley are done for, mate. Like, my, my, my words. Thank so I was in the box with them and had dinner with them at the FA Cup game at MK Dons last year. Yeah. And I was like, who are you? And they're standing up, giving it, come on, boys. That's my accent by the way uh, and I was just like this doesn't feel right but then they went yeah. elsewhere didn't they Bradford Crawley they Bradford yeah, yeah. Do, you, uh, do you see do you see the uh, thing they did just before the Carlisle game where they like had a little video come out and it was like their little you know their little devil mascot thing and he was like shit talking Carlisle and like, fans went Crawley fans went mental fans from other clubs went mental Carlisle fans were like what is this I saw his video. The video is hilarious, by the way. The video is class, but it's so wrong for League Two football. His that video is not what League Two is about. Eh? Was, uh, I've paid this much money for a football club, travelled 5,000 miles for an away day, and you see a picture of him in the crowd 
trying to sing the songs and the chants of the club and he hasn't got a clue and I was like this is embarrassing what are you doing yeah. just bought himself a, a club because he wants to ah oh, it's just yeah mad I absolutely just... mad I really hate Crawley as well. Like Crawley are one of those teams that I really like. You know, like you know when like Macclesfield and Berry went down. Like I was really, I felt really bad for Berry, but like Macclesfield, I was like, good riddance, you scumbags. Like, <laughs> well, obviously they I wouldn't they be got sad if uh, Crawley went. I, I think I think they'll really struggle simply because the new gaffer that's gone in there is completely different to what they had. Um, he wants it's to not play. A bad like, thing. <laughs> no, no, no. As in. Um, it, he was very traditionalist, but the new guy that's come in, and I don't know his name, apologies, but uh, wants the players in at every single point. Yeah. So there's a player that lives uh, Pot and Biggleswade way. Uh, it's a 200-mile round trip, Jesus. and instead of being in pretty much part-time, full-time professional, yeah. they're in all the time, and his miles have just gone through the roof because the gaffer wants them in all of the time, regardless of what's gone on. So I reckon they're really going to struggle really struggle because they're not buying into it and I think that's where you, that, well their results so far have proved that haven't they so yeah interesting it feels like a bullet dodge that one definitely yeah massively we need the right person for the football club who understands only, it only, only, for, only for Phil to manage to scrounge together the ability to sell us to Amazon or someone and then we'll really be like oh shit <laughs> Yeah, if only Lewis Hamilton hadn't Perfect. spent all his money investing in the Denver Broncos, we might be all right. Yeah, he invested in the Denver Broncos and Ste- and uh, and uh, Chelsea. Mm. Yeah, yeah, see, I don't, I don't get this anti-Hamilton stuff. I just don't, don't see the point in it. If I was going to invest money, I wouldn't be invested in Steam Football Club right, either. If listen, I had his right, money. Everybody, everybody that's bitching and moaning about like the way he talks about Stevenage and and like. Yeah. And the way he behaves, right? You're telling me the matey from from bloody uh, oh, I can't, I can't, I literally, I can't even remember like anywhere. Like you're telling, you're telling me that fuck, like Reese, for instance, right? Reese, Reese Donnelly or uh, Farley or someone would if they got if they had all these you know millions and millions and millions coming in every year wouldn't be jetting off and living in Monaco and not thinking twice about leaving Jeff C. I just don't buy I it. I just don't buy no. it at all. Like if no. absolutely anyone would be like, I'm gonna go somewhere live somewhere nice. I don't know if I told this story on here but and why uh, shouldn't they by the way? Why shouldn't they? More power to it. When I first started full time work, Lewis and his brother Nick used to come down to our uh, um sports camps that we used to run at yeah. the leisure centre. And I always remember Anthony uh, Lewis's dad stood there talking to me about this new chassis they've had to pay out for like 13, 14. They didn't have a pardon the pun, but they didn't have a pot to piss in. Yeah. And they were literally, he was the best in the UK. We used to have to give him funding so he could come and use the gym to train. And they've, they have they grafted for what they got. And you can't yeah, begrudge him yeah. of that. Do you know he what? Really he did, said yeah. one silly thing. That's all he said, one silly thing. And that was it. Don't be funny about it because most of the people in this town, and I really love Stevenage, I'm a very pro Stevenage, as you both know, will have at some point said something stupid about Stevenage, but they're not on camera, so they're not. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They did work very hard. He was Lewis Hamilton was really good at football. Yeah. As well. I, yeah. I, I, played against but, him. I played against him a couple of times. Very good. Has he ever counted butterflies with Pat? Not to my knowledge, but, you know, there's still time. He was, he, was, he was actually there skulking around just hiding in the bushes the other day. Gummy, gummy. That's, wait, that's, absolute, that's absolutely the behaviour he'd be doing if he weren't a good racing driver, wouldn't he? Like, he'd be the dodgy blokes, do, dodgy bloke down uh, Fairlands, like sitting in the bushes, creeping people out. <laughs> Typical Stevenage. <laughs> <laughs> you, can take, you can take the boy out of Stevenage, but you can't take Stevenage out of the boy. It does make me laugh because you hear all these people going, oh, yeah, we got expelled from JHN. He did this, he did that. I was like, yeah, but if you had cameras following you around and you became famous, someone would rattle you that you'd been in a toilet cubicle with one of your mates down at Cabana once and was naughty and was stupid. Now nah, get lost. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it's, it's absolutely abs- absolute ridiculous. He's bloody hard and he's very good at what he does. So good for him. It's not a sport, though. Off topic, isn't we? Well, hey, mate, you're, huh? having a dra- you're having a draft, aren't you? It's much harder no, to be. It's, it's much. It's much harder to be an F1 driver than it is to be a bloody footballer. No, it's not. Are you shitting me, mate? They lose like three kilos, three four kilos 
in a 90-minute And drive race. it. You should speak to one of those geezers that works for that DPD delivery driver. Oh, they, up, mate. they have to get in and out of their van as well, mate. <laughs> 28 drops. Yeah, and the maximum they hit is like 0.3 Gs going round around about too fucking fast, don't they? Not the geezer that's around here, he doesn't. He is fast. <laughs> he is no, he just goes straight <laughs> over the roundabout, doesn't he? There's a lot of roundabouts in Stevenage as well. You've got to take that into account. A lot of bends. I quite like driving. <laughs> I, I quite like driving through Stevenage, you know? My average speed driving can stay it. well high. Yeah, driving Not driving through. in it, driving through it, yeah. Driving out, okay, yeah. <laughs> Lovely. We are well off topic here. It's great, isn't it? What's the point of this podcast? To talk waffle. Put waffle, yeah, I suppose that's it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a listener oh, question boy. if you want it. Go oh. on, yeah, let's have a listener question. All right, so... Uh, first game of the season, Jordan Roberts scored the winner on his Stevenage debut. Who was the last Stevenage player to score on his debut for the club? I think I know, but we'll see if anyone can give me an answer that's better that's than the answer question. that I got. Uh, ask us at Boropod on Twitter with your uh, guesses slash known answers. Yeah. Was it Matt Godden? He might have, but he's not the most recent. Okay. Hmm. I've got an idea, but I don't know how uh, how likely it is. So I'm going to keep stum. I shouldn't be giving answers, should I? Because that's giving people extra clues. <laughs> yeah, no, don't talk. Don't let's not talk about it. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's us. Are we going to go predictions for Saturday? Come on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Shit. We should probably do Saturday and Tuesday, to be fair, because we normally try and double up on games, don't we? Yeah, all right, let's try and do Saturday, Tuesday. So, go on, JD. Oh, hang on, hang on. I don't know. I ain't told you, you boys, this yet, right? Um, uh, shit, where's it gone? I haven't told you about this, but I've been keeping a track of our predictions. Ah, so there is a record of um, it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. I did do reading as well. Sick. Right at Walsall. I didn't think I'd uh, recorded the reading one, but I did. Walsall and what's the other one? Who we got? That? Rochdale. Tuesday. Rochdale, isn't it? Yeah, Rochdale. Right, Drackers. Have give us both. Give you both. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna dream big. Because I can. I'm going to go for a two, no, a one-nil win away Saturday. Oh, and two-nil win Tuesday. Oh my god! Can you imagine on next Wednesday recording this with another two wins <laughs> under our belts? Oh my god! Giddy, totally giddy. Oh, giddy! I'll be having a snowball in my hand if we're doing that when we're recording. Sweet. I can't wait for that. Uh, Patrick, go on. Give us, give us your score lines. I'm going one all against Walsall. I'm going three nil against Rochdale. Oh, Under the light. I think Pat might have already had the snowball. <laughs> I mean, you said that when I predicted us to beat Reading, and look what happened. The yeah, one all. The one all. The one all prediction for Saturday is what I should be going for. By the way, I think we will draw. However, I'm going fully steaming in with my heart that we're going. Oh yeah, that's the way to be. It's the way to live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so Walsall, I'm going to go for a two-one. I'll go for a two-one win. Wow. And then on <laughs> against Rochdale, I'm going to go for a two-one win. Because we played three times this season, and we've won, and every single one of them, we've won three two one. So until we lose, I'm just going to go two one. <laughs> okay. So uh, let me just have a look. Let me just have a quick look at the scores, by the way, boys. So on our predictions, we get three points for the correct score. Oh. We get one point for the correct win winner, and we get no points for getting it wrong. Wrong. So at the oh. moment. Me and Jay have five points each, and Patrice has seven. I knew he'd win. He's a data man, isn't he? He knows. He, Pat knows. <laughs> we uh, we were Pat too knows. we were too pessimistic about the old uh, 
the old Reading. Reading. Game. You said you said well, we'd lose four 0 It makes sense, doesn't it? Really, but it doesn't now. Sat here. <laughs> so yeah. So, oh, by uh, the way, I had a conversation last night with someone, and he said, "Oh, have you gone to the game?" And I said, "No, it's a, it's a pointless cup. I'm not interested in it." And he went, "You're joking. This is the biggest cup." I was like, ah, "Get what? lost." Biggest cup is the FA yeah. Cup. End of. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that I was like, no, I'm not having this. But then again, then uh, was it yourself, Nate? That was saying. Then in the next round, it's the Premier League teams are yeah. in who it's haven't got yeah. into yeah. Europe. Yeah. I'm more yeah. interested in the half so, senior cup than the league cup. I'll be honest. Um, so I believe so. It's still regionalised. The second round of the cup, the draws this evening. Oh, really? Still regionalised. So. Going into the cup are the likes of uh, Southampton, oh. Br- Brighton, uh. Crystal Palace, oh. uh, Fulham, West Ham are in Europe, so they're not in the cup. Yeah. Uh, a Bournemouth back in the Premier League, Brentford. What, wow. I can't remember if Bournemouth are in the Premier League or not. They are. Damn it. They're not in Europe, so they're, they in, are. they're in the they top. Are. So, yeah, but I mean, they could get if they weren't, they'd be in this round and they might have got, they might have got knocked out tonight, but apparently they're in the Premier League. So, uh, so wow. uh, yeah, so Bournemouth are also an option. Tell you what, if it's Brighton, I might, what, be tempted, I might be tempted to do that away, yeah. That's an easy one. Well, I'm if if it's, it, yeah, exactly, exactly. Just get the train. There. I yeah. mean, getting back might be a bit of a hassle. But... We'll, uh, we'll get an Airbnb for one night. There you go. It's weird, isn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah, no. I'm t- if it's Brighton or, or even Southampton, um, I'd be quite interested in doing them away. Bournemouth's a bit f- bit further than I want to go. Which is not going to be, is it? We're going to get another League One, League Two team, and it's going to be rubbish. Or we'll get Watford away, and we'll get smashed. You know. Oh yeah. No, we got. I'm open for a League Two at home tie. That's what I'm going for. Get them at ours, pump them, go in another round. Bit more money in the kitty. Job done. Round round three's round three's got to be the goal in it because then you're almost yeah. you're almost certainly going to get league league. You're almost certainly going to get championship Premier League teams at that oh. point because most most League Two teams have fallen away by them. We, if you look at the likes of um, Newport. Um, oh. And a couple of other teams. Their yeah. their draws for cups have always been unbelievable. We are due something good because the last few years we've had utter. We, we had a crap. really good run, didn't we? We had a really good run yeah. for a few years where we got like uh, Newcastle, uh, and then like the next year we got Spurs, and like yeah, and then the next I know, and, and then the next year you know we got like Reading. And someone who's just started to go go downhill from there, didn't it? But we had a couple of things years. Since I've done, since I've been on the mic at the ground, we've never had what I would call a big team come down. There was only one that was on TV when I just started. Everton. And I when, think uh, that was the one where Crouch that, scored that over a kick. Oh. Yeah, the Stoke game. Were, were you not on the mic for, for that Everton game that was televised at our place? No, I was it. Do you know what? That was the last game I ever went to at Borough with my dad. Oh, was it? Oh, man. And it absolutely pissed it down, didn't it? Do you remember yeah. before that, lad, that lad's like had his leg smashed? Oviedo, Oviedo, yeah, Brian Oviedo. I, I remember uh, stood underneath the Esso garage. Me and my old man went in there. We had two cans of lager stood underneath <laughs> the uh, the overhang in there, having a pint. We tried to get in the pub, couldn't get in, and it was absolutely rammed. And then got on the East Terrace. And that was the last game I ever went with him. Two as a fan, unbelievable. Never forget it. But yeah. Apart from that, that was it. There was definitely one TV game. It must be the South End game that was TV, wasn't it? In the semi-finals of the playoffs. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, but we are due a biggie. That was a great Dish game. It. That was a really good game. Oh, when, one of uh, the best. Spirit Dembele, uh, Dembele and uh, Timlin. Oh, wasn't it awful? Yes. Yeah, really bad. Yeah, I oh. still can't. I still can't believe we let Dembele go after that year. Dembele was great. Absolute nonsense. No. I still can't believe that we decided to take Teddy Sheridan on instead of Graham Westwood, who got us to the semi-finals of the playoffs. But cheers, Barry Webber, you. What a great advert! And uh, with that, we'll we'll leave, we'll we'll wrap it up. Cheers, boys. <laughs> cheers, Dave. <laughs> Tala, love you both.
What do you reckon the players' favourite McDonald's is? Sweeney screams fillet of fish to me. I can see that. I reckon TVC loves a McFlurry because they're smooth as silk like his first touch. Do you reckon Macca loves a Macca's? I mean, obviously. Just look at his cheeky face. And Revs definitely takes down a McNuggets share box on his bill. You want to watch what you say about our team's nutritionist? Order McDelivery now from the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.